0: It's a very
1: personal, very important
2: thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the
0: money. I'm ready, bitch! What's up, guys? Welcome back to Under the Covers, presented by Noezy Buckets. Uh, as always, it's this is Jacob joined by money mike and clay hall uh coming off uh, just a hot couple of weeks here on the pod um we're we're rolling uh as a you know as a, as the with the best bets uh guys what's uh what's our record the last couple of weeks
3: we started out being 22 and 8 in the past 3 weeks last 2 weeks we've been 15 and 5 and last week i mean last 2 weeks for me have been 8 and 2 so obviously we're on a heater 27 28 for the year um picked up a lot since my 0 and 5 week back in uh the beginning of October. Nice but, rebound. Yeah, it's been a yes femor though. Um that's a new <laughs> thing. We're starting that up. Uh but I think Clay went three and two this week. I'll let Clay talk about his week. But overall, my week last week, four and one, can't complain. Uh Vanderbilt, you know, definitely should have won that game, but I'm glad they didn't. Wazoo, we always take Mike Leach to the abyss. I mean, the Bama Mississippi State game. We'll talk about a few games this week, I'm sure. But overall, that was the easiest money Vegas could buy us. But uh, I'll let Clay give us his summary on the week.
1: Yeah, quick recap: went three and two last week, improving us to thirty and twenty-four for the season. We got two weeks left, looking to finish strong. I think this is the week we really bury the bookie. Uh, last week, Purdue didn't cover. They they laid a golden egg, only scoring three points at, at Minnesota, not your traditional powerhouse. But we're going to blame that on Jeff Braum, already looking ahead to the eventual Louisville gig that he's going to get. Rest in peace, Bobby Petrino. Really, really hate to see bad things happen to good people. We hope uh, here at the pod that Bobby bounces back on his feet. I have a feeling he will. But we got five winners lined up this week, starting with little Friday Night Lights. So can't wait to get into the games.
0: Yes, sir. There, uh, yeah, we got we got a couple of uh, got a Friday night game here. Uh, we'll get into all that. But I mean, last week there wasn't much too much that happened. I mean, a little bit of uh, you know Mississippi State just fell victim once again to uh, to Alabama. Been been a long time since we beaten them. Um, was there anything else uh, notable? Did you want Mike? Did you want to get in that game at all?
3: Uh, I'll just mention that Tennessee finally pulled oh, yeah. through uh big win for jeremy pruitt shout out uh i think we've i think kentucky's finally come down and even realized that you know what they've done in the past is really just out of proportion compared to who they are
1: <laughs> yeah
3: i mean yeah, still great their season offenses, uh, their offense is really
1: bad at kentucky and uh i wouldn't even be surprised if they really didn't struggle with military state this weekend because they're they pretty much given up on their season but you know, for as much as we like to poke at Tennessee, big shout-out to Atay and the Vols for uh, – that, that. that's a strong win for Jeremy Pruitt's first year. Looking to finish the year strong. He has a couple ranked wins under his belt. So, things are looking bright on Rocky Top. Not quite 98 bright, but they're bright.
0: Can they, uh, can they make a ball, you think, Tennessee? I mean, they got Missouri at home and then Vanderbilt on the road to end the season. They need one win. You think they get it's it? It's
3: going to be tough, but I'm going to say no. If anything, they split between these two next next two games I think they'd have a better chance of beating a team like Vanderbilt over Missouri um but
1: they only need, they only need one win
3: right yeah no, they got I thought they had four wins
0: no they're 5 and 5 so yeah they had that extra oh. that win versus UK oh, kind of put them put them in oh yeah uh,
3: that's right I I
0: good position i'd say they get i so, they get one yeah i i i think it's good i mean i didn't think they'd win last week and i mean they played better against South Carolina than i thought too um, I mean, I, I could see him winning Mizzou this weekend. I mean, I don't think Mizzou is as good as, like, they may have been the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that. And then, you know, my boy Vandy, maybe they can w- pull that
3: out. I will note that neither one of y'all believed at the beginning of this podcast when we started the year off <laughs> in our futures that Tennessee would break five and a half, and I was the only one that did. So, feels like hey, 98.
0: Maybe you just cursed them for the next two weeks.
3: Maybe I did, and Missouri <laughs> – Winning last week, I mean, they just kind of win between um, Tennessee and I guess Missouri plays and no, who they play?
0: Missouri is uh, Arkansas.
3: Missouri plays Arkansas next week, which Mm -hmm. I feel like if they don't get it done in Nealon this weekend, they'll definitely get it done against Arkansas next week. To get to hit my six and a half over win total there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're looking pretty good on that. I mean, Arkansas is yeah, they're not gonna. Hopefully they don't show up this weekend either. But uh but yeah, so there wasn't much else that went along last week. Uh like you said, there's some good uh sandwich opportunities uh this week. So we'll uh let's go ahead and get into the bets. Why don't you uh lead us off with it this week, play? With your first one.
2: Tell them to bring me my money. Yeah!
1: Okay, we'll go ahead and uh get this out of the way because it pains me every week we have to do it. But there's they're oh four in conference play. So the fade all miss tradition continues. Got a backdoor cover by a and last week to win by 14 late for the cover. But I got Vandy minus two and a half at home versus Ole Miss. Vandy, they, they didn't look bad last week in the loss of Mizzou. Kyle Schirmer, 24-35, 249, three TDs and no interceptions. Tishon Vaughn, running back, had 15 carries, 182 yards for a 12.1 average. Look for him to have a big day against this generous Ole Miss rush defense. Ole Miss giving up about 250 yards on the ground a week in conference play. Ole Miss running back Scotty Phillips questionable, got hurt early in the game last week. I, have, I say it again every week, Ole Miss has not only the worst defensive, the worst defense in Power 5, and the worst coaching staff in Power 5. So we got Vandy minus 2.5 at home against Ole Miss.
3: That seems pretty reasonable. And even last year on the show, um, I had taken Vanderbilt. Because they they played in Oxford last year, and I think Vanderbilt was like a seven-point dog. But, of course, Ole Miss blew him out, which made me
1: look hard. That was Shay Patterson career day, who's about to be in the playoffs. So, big shout-out to our favorite Big Ten quarterback.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, e- but either way, um I like that, too. I think Ole Miss is pretty much Maybe just looking ahead to steal or spoil something out of Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl, um, road game at Vanderbilt. I always count that as a loss on Ole Miss's schedule, just because that's the one team in the East that Ole Miss usually struggles with. But either way, I'm all for it there.
0: Both uh, both state uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss seem to struggle with their inferior uh, Eastern Conference. Whatever rivals that we always play every year. Well, that's relatively
3: we, early because you know we won like what seven years in a row before we've lost like two out of the past three years or like two years in a row, something like that.
0: Uh, I just feel like every year it Kentucky's it gives like us problems. It,
3: <laughs> we usually beat the crap out of them, and you know, so don't, yeah. don't don't go too far there.
0: What's uh what's your first one, dude?
3: I've got we got one tonight. Since we're recording on Wednesday night, you're hearing on Thursday morning on your morning commute, we got Thursday night we got Houston hosting two-lane in the membrane. I got Houston minus 10. It's just a good time to buy low on the Cougars right now. Uh, I've lost two straight to Temple and SMU. Hadn't seen to see figure it out, but I feel like they get it back and get it done against the Green Wave at home. Uh, two lanes ranked 120 at the passing yards allowed on defense. Houston's ranked fourth in scoring offense, really good passing game. Uh, They've been in some real thrillers the past couple few weeks, you know, very high scoring games, but I feel like Tulane doesn't have enough uh, juice to keep up with them because their personnel is really run. Houston can somewhat defend the run, but the bad news is that Oliver's already listed as out uh, the star defensive lineman for Houston. So that is one thing to consider there, but it's going to be a scoring frenzy. And I think that, a two-touchdown win against Tulane is fairly reasonable.
0: Yeah, I think you're playing the Tulane defense versus the Houston offense, and I think that, that wins out. I mean, even with Ed Oliver out, I don't think uh, that's going to keep uh, Houston from uh, – that's not going to affect Houston's offense. So, so
1: uh, Ed's college career is over, correct?
0: He, what is his – what was the injury? He's
1: not, he's I don't not coming know. Back to play next week. I think, I think he tweeted out today something. Some kind of tweet meaning it was over. But, you know, we, we supported Ed Oliver here, really loved what he did, stayed in the hometown. Good for him.
0: Yeah, no no problem with him uh with him uh you know calling it calling it a season. I mean, with these NFL draft guys, these teams with that national championship or playoff aspirations, I don't have a problem with you missing,
3: you know, choosing no, your health and future over
1: it. hear <laughs> the bag while it's there.
3: Yep, for sure. He um, did tweet five hours ago. I'll read the tweet just because we're there. I gave all I had so there'd be nothing to lose. And it's a picture of him. So that's, that's what I saw.
1: That,
0: yeah, That seems yeah, like so he's it's out. out. That, yeah. Probably, yeah, that probably puts a bow on it. Getting ready for NFL.
1: He's going to be a top
0: one. Top ten pick for sure. Um, what's uh, What do you got next, Clay?
1: All right, this stays with my first game. I have Vandy and Ole Miss over 66. Ole Miss – Allows 500 yards a game in conference. More importantly, they allow 42.8 points a game in SEC play. Vanderbilt, on the other hand, outside of the Kentucky game, they allow 35.8 points a game. Like I said earlier, the Kyle Shermer, Keyshawn stats. I think we are go in the 40s in this game. It's just a good old-fashioned Ole Miss-Vandy shootout that we grew up watching at 11.30 on Jefferson Pilot Sports.
0: And I like shut this up. one to go over
1: 66
0: yeah, I think
3: JP sports was my favorite.
0: <laughs> JP sports. Yeah, I mean that's a yeah, this is going to be a score fest. I don't think any any defense is really going to be um holding anybody uh holding anybody shut, so like you said, the sh- the shootout that we grew up watching in high school that everybody was waiting for every season. Um what's uh what's your next one, Mike?
3: Well, we're going to stick with the weekday games cuz we're going to our favorite Friday night team The Memphis Tigers facing off against SMU in SMU. I got the over at 73. More often than not, it's a great idea for us to take Memphis totals on the over, of course. You let East Carolina score 41 on you. Missouri scored 65 on you. Tulane drops 40 on you. South Alabama drops 35. I don't expect anything less out of the Tigers. And SMU's been a really good team offensively. They let UConn drop 50 on them, by the way, which is bad. And they won 62 to 50. And UConn's one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, They beat Houston, though, by two touchdowns, 45-31, producing numbers all around just very well. And uh, SMU, 115th scoring defense versus Darrell Henderson, who's probably scored as many points as their offense. So. We're rolling the over. Love it. Yeah, that looks like a match made in heaven
0: right there for the over. I mean, nobody's playing defense in this one. And so, I mean, it's an SMU too, so the weather in Dallas would probably be better than Memphis.
1: Probably so. I, uh, I love that pick as well, Mike. I'm kind of disappointed you stole some of my Friday night lightning because everybody here knows who I'm going with. We got Memphis minus nine against SMU. Uh, Memphis, since they've lost to Mizzou, they've won the last two by 18 and 26 respectively, scoring 59 and 47 in each of those. Last week, our favorite player, your favorite player, Darrell Henderson, 23 for 166, two TDs, pushing him over 3,000 yards in his career at the University of Memphis. The only other running back there is D'Angelo Williams. Y'all might have heard of him. Shout out. Also, like you said, SMU gave up 50 to UConn, so this Memphis team, can light up smu's defense score early score often and little tidbit memphis is not quite dead yet in the aac west race they need some help they got smu houston and tulane ahead of them they go ahead and knock off smu here get a little help in those other games and in the last week of the season and potentially set up the rematch with the defending national champions that Memphis had beat earlier in the year in the Liberty Bowl in a monsoon. I know it would be in Orlando this time, but it would be a rematch of last year's AAC title game. But I think these Tigers come out, they win by 17.
3: There you go. He called the number right there. There's nothing more I'm cheering on than Memphis winning <laughs> out to play UCF and try to beat them because I despise them. Oh, I'm,
0: man. Still well, I'm buying it throughout.
3: They couldn't even cover Navy last week. And, I mean, come on, you got to score more because that's the only thing that kept me from being undefeated. I'm still salty about Central Florida.
0: Yeah, no, that's a – let's let's hope for that matchup again. Spoil, like, the, the difference between the bowl games and what UCF would go to if they're undefeated and if they lose to Memphis the last game of the season. <laughs> it would be a whole – okay, they- talk about weeks difference. <laughs>
1: If they yeah, if they lose the Memphis in that game, they're probably playing like before Christmas.
0: Yeah. No, I mean definitely. Like, I mean, they have games spread out so much nowadays. Maybe they do get a decent slot, but I mean, it's going to be the the payout they'll, and the TV sam- is going to be much less.
1: Yeah, they would be sandwiched in between Christmas and New Year's when nobody cares.
0: Right. Yeah. Probably in like Texas or something. They'll be in some Dallas Bowl that nobody watches. Um, hard of Dallas <laughs> Yeah, playing play like the fifth uh, the fifth ACC team western um,
1: western michigan or something oh god Ooh. um
0: let's uh let's move on to your uh i think it you gear up next right
3: yeah so we've got us a big 12 showdown um, not necessarily a lot of repercussions for oklahoma state side but definitely for west virginia uh, that's the game west virginia at ok state i got the total over seventy-three. I think uh, West Virginia. I know we had talked about this before the show. Uh, Jacob had said, "Hey, does West Virginia have enough to run the table?" I don't think so. I just think there's way too many variables to happen for them to be able to get in the playoffs. But either way, they're gonna they're gonna win this weekend. But the over is where it's at. Um, total's gone over for the past three conference games for West Virginia. Uh, Oklahoma State's 97th in scoring defense are allowing 32 points a game. West Virginia's averaged 49 a game since its bye week earlier this season. Oklahoma State, once again, I said 97th scoring defense, 102nd in passing defense. Therefore, Will Greer and the boys will get the points. Uh, Will Greer versus Taylor Cornelius really for the battle of 500 yards passing. Uh, West Virginia's passing yards allowed seventy seconds, so I feel like Oklahoma State's going to get points. It's a classic Big Twelve showdown. Love it, love Will Greer. He will outduel Taylor Cornelius.
1: Will Greer, we're we're big fans of Will Greer here. He, he had the best throw of the year, so we're riding him. Oh,
0: that throw was beautiful. Trying to get a, I mean, right now, I mean, there's no way you can. I, I can't wait for them to tell me try to tell me in a couple months that Drew Locke is better than Will Greer. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's going to happen, but <laughs> not this guy. I'm not going to believe it. Um, yeah. So what's your, uh, what's your next one, Clay? All
1: right. Before I forget, uh, weekly podcast listener, Alan Larson of Oxford, Mississippi, he texted me today and said, uh, the midweek lock of the week was the nine and one Buffalo Bulls at Ohio plus three. Buffalo was catching three points, even though they are nine and one today. And so, uh, he said he wanted a, a pod shout-out since he gave me that pick. Well, Buffalo's down 31-10 to 10 at half. So, <laughs> before we go into that, you know, I just got to get – he wanted a shout-out, so gave him a shout-out. Yeah, you so, definitely gave him a shout-out.
0: Yeah, I mean – All
1: right. Moving ahead. on, we will go to – you know it's coming. <laughs> defending national champs. Game day is in town. This what? is their national championship, UCF minus seven, at home against Cincinnati. The Cincinnati team's a one-loss Cincinnati team, but they're a fraud. Tupperville left them in shambles. Luke Feckel kind of getting them out of the hole. They, they don't have any great wins. I love UCF here. Senior night at 7 o'clock in Orlando on ABC. Mackenzie Milton's only a junior, but he's probably coming out because why stay another year? He was 17-21 to for 202 TDs last week. I know last week was their first week not to cover for us, so usually I would get off of their train. But I love UCF in this spot.
0: Mm. Yeah, I like minus seven. I mean, it may be a benefit they didn't pull through last week because this line's pretty low. I mean, for a home game, uh, you said game days in town. Like, this is, is, this is revenge for when uh, Cincinnati ruined your perfect week a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is that revenge the
1: uh, UCF game day 10 hours before the game those commuter school students are going to be drinking all day that's what we want (laughs) this is
3: just a great spot for us in UCF right here
0: surprised they're down there
3: I don't think you you still can't sleep on Cincinnati seven's a lot I'll be interested to see how it plays out
0: slight disagreement here or do we need to have another and, uh, another pod bet where there's a, there's a payout? Another, oh, another pod. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to do I'm a still nothing here.
1: Yeah, I'm still waiting to get paid out on the first one. These pals don't pay up quickly, so we'll just uh, move on. We'll
0: off have to stay away then. We don't want to ruin their good name. I'm um, still waiting on you to meet me at Alfred's.
3: <laughs> well, we'll move on to your uh, your next one, Mike. All right. So, I'll give us an SEC game. We've got UAB traveling to Texas A&M. UAB is a 17-point dog, and I'm riding the Blazers, and here's why. So I think this is a great sandwich spot for UAB to come in there because Texas A&M, they've had a couple few, you know, rough weeks against some good SEC teams, you know, barely squeaking out of cover last week against Ole Miss. Uh, UAB. Considering that they didn't even have a football program two years ago, are basically very close to winning the Conference USA championship, undefeated in their division or in their conference, nine and one on the year. They haven't lost since the first game of the year, and eight and two against the spread. We've said this before. We know it's true. A and M is a fraud. And they shouldn't have covered last week. I, I just don't think they're that good. They played one good game against Clemson when Clemson didn't know who they were yet, didn't even know who their starting quarterback was yet. I think UAB has been very dynamic running the ball this year. That's the only real tricky spot I see is that A&M does have a good rush defense, but not so hot passing. Um, so realistically, I think you know UAB should get points. I think they keep it close. A&M's got LSU next week. They still haven't even um, beaten LSU yet. Maybe they're thinking about that. I don't know. But either Jimbo. way.
0: Jimbo playing LSU. I mean, that's his – used to be on the staff there. So, I mean, that's going to be a game they're definitely not – yeah, they're definitely not going to take that one lightly.
3: Yeah, plus uh, that's going to determine whether or not I win my futures bet <laughs> with the under seven and a half A&M win total. And yes. this win will make it seven potentially. But I think, I think UAB keeps it close, potential backdoor cover. Yeah, maybe a little upset. I, I like that. You know?
1: This is uh this is UAB Super Bowl. I uh we gotta give a shout out to Bill Clark for the job he's done at UAB as a coach this year. He probably deserves national coach of the year. Yeah. Even after Bear Bryant Jr. tried to kill that program, they've come back and they're doing well. So good for UAB. Always enjoyed having the Blazers around. Used to play Memphis every year. Like that pick, Mike.
0: Yeah, I'd be I'd I'd be happy to see them give Clark the uh, coach of the year and not just give it to you know like you know somebody like Sabin or or uh, Brian Kelly or something 15th. like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, for the fifteenth
0: year in a row. Yeah, I mean, Herm Edwards. I, we need that final two to be Bill uh, Bill Clark and Edward Drone. <laughs> Be a good one. Um, so uh, yeah, so you got uh, UAB plus seventeen. Maybe we see a little uh, upset. Uh, you know, winning it all there for UAB that'd be fun. Um, what's your uh, your your last game, Clay?
1: Fifth and final game. We're going to the Bronx, Yankee Stadium. We got Syracuse Orangeman men counting, catching ten and a half against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Do I need to say his name one more time for the people in the back? Dino Babers. All he does is cover force. Last week, they scored fifty-four cover force again. Since The Clemson game, Syracuse has scored 44-40, 51-41, and 54. All this team does is score. There are two losses, overtime loss at Pitt, who looks like they're going to win the ACC Coastal, and a last-second loss at Clemson, which everybody will admit, even Clemson fans, Syracuse had that game won, let it slip up. A common opponent, Notre Dame beat Pitt 19-14 in South Bend Meanwhile, Syracuse lost on the road in overtime at Pitt, scoring 37. So 10-and-a-half, huge number here. Playing in a baseball stadium, so who knows what's going to happen. Might even get a couple infield fly rules out there. It's crazy. But love Syracuse, 10-and-a-half. Notre Dame's going to USC next week. It's not really a look-ahead game, but Notre Dame is that close to the finish line where this is they, where they trip up. I like Syracuse catching 10 and a half here. Might even sprinkle a little on the money line. You gotta like the cash laying <laughs> <line> around. <laughs>
3: Yankee Stadium, baby.
1: Love the. Is there a chance we get a little infield
0: dirt on the field? No,
3: I, mean, they, I don't know they, if they they've taken about, care about, of it.
1: Damn. Yeah, this isn't the old school Raiders athletics set up for the Dolphins, uh, Marlins. But no, they uh, they do just it up every. Yeah, that's what I figured. Every time they play it. The
0: yeah. It'll probably it'll be
1: insanely cold there.
0: Oh yeah. Maybe an under. Maybe maybe a lower scoring game, too. That, that would definitely favor that plus ten and a half, I think. Uh, maybe yeah. uh, they, they get down in the mud. But got to love Dino. I'd love to see them upset uh, Notre Dame here. They uh, definitely they, got you know, us paid blue. last
3: week. Notre Dame
0: did. Shout
3: mm-hmm. out. Um, uh, what's, your, uh, what's your last one, Mike? All right. So, this is my third American Athletic Conference game of the week, which is three too many usually. <laughs> But I got Tulsa at Navy, and Navy's a a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I just think this is a good bounce-back game. They had a tough loss last week against Central Florida. You know, stayed within 11 points, which proves once again how UCF is a fraud. But Tulsa's ranked 119th in rushing yards. You watch your mouth, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Tulsa's ranked 119th in rushing yards allowed this year. Once again, I said it last week, Navy runs the ball. That's all they do. And Navy's covered three of the last four against Tulsa. Tulsa's not very good with this offense. Uh, They covered UCF last week. I think that they're very capable of taking business at home, winning to a horrible Tulsa team. Of course, I say that, but Navy's got two wins too. So they're both bad. But I just think Navy's, they're going to burn seven to eight minutes off the clock every single time they have the ball. So, I don't think Tulsa's going to be keep-up from that standpoint. So, give me a touchdown, Navy. Yeah, I like that one. I mean,
0: there, you said Tulsa has their own defensive issues, and I don't see, a, you know, on a regular amount of time, one week to prepare for this Navy offense. Uh, I, I like Navy at home trying to salvage a season, you know. Yep. Having a good game last week. They, so. they need it. Yeah.
3: They got Army the next week, and they're going to get bombed by <laughs> them. Or two weeks. Uh, is the Army Navy like the. I think it's after the conference. It's after the conference championships, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like they have yeah, a, it's the one
3: game on that. Do
1: what? The one game that weekend. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And I'll um, go ahead and give you that pick under whatever it is. <laughs> 80% of the time, Academy ball players team, or Academy ball teams play under. Under. The month ahead of time. They're just fun, right there. Fundamentally sound.
0: Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, five for each of you guys. Looking for a 10-0 and week. Um, I don't think there was any crossovers, were there? Another five and five week. So, or I guess Memphis SMU uh, was crossover. So yeah, he just had different that, bets. He had different that bets. But that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, we'll, we're looking for another. You know, obviously, we're hot the last few weeks. Stay in the flames. Uh, keep it going. Um, we actually did, uh, you know, recovery from last week where we had no callers. We had two callers this week um, get into those voicemails a uh, long time or a uh, frequent caller uh, snitch uh, wanted to call in again uh, and, and issue a few more picks coming off of his three, you know, week, two weeks ago. So uh, here, uh, here, here's snitch.
2: What up, 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 what up? Yeah. Back the snitch calling again. And you know, I was going to call and, and be nice to these guys and, and tell them how well they've done. Clay's on a freaking heater, and lose our money. Mike hasn't even been losing our money. Um, so it's kind of funny. But you called Ate and I out for not calling him last week after we picked. We went six and one. I went three and zero. Oh, he went two and one. But you said I didn't quote pick the games. I was kind of you know whatever with them. But here you go. Here are my picks this week. I'm going to lay it out all the line. Of course, Vandy minus three against the Rebs, fade the Rebs, like we said, in Nashville. Me and Clay have been there. We saw Shea get beat by twenty in the freezing cold and we were vodka drunk. Uh had to get a pizza at half. Um oh of course going with my hometown Tigers, stripe up against SMU. That, that's a that's a double digit win. Lastly, I'm gonna roll with our boys that are getting game day. The defending national champions, UCF Minus seven. So those are my three picks. I'm making these picks this week. Uh, I know A.T.'s going to bring some winners, too. Let's just all get rich, keep getting rich, and get more rich. Peace.
1: Man, if I didn't know any better, I would just assume that guy has great taste in his picks. Surprisingly, we actually did not discuss these picks before, but he backed me up on the three picks I went with, three of the five that I had. Snitch knows a good senior night lock when he sees it, UCF, at home. Did we mention game days there? I don't know if we touched on that before. But he's hot. He didn't call in last week. He probably won't call in next week, knowing how it is. So, I appreciate the call in, Snitch. Let's keep it. ride.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, appreciate that one, uh, Snitch, always.
1: Uh,
0: shouting out, giving us updates on the Grizzlies game while we're recording, too not Um,
3: losing your money
0: yeah he's right he gave you a little bit of kudos there
3: he Uh, gave me like the the backhanded compliment which he always (laughs) does i love it keep it up
0: he's got to keep you on your toes i mean you got to go finish the season out strong before he gives you uh gives you any credit so
3: i just hope he was like saturday that son of a bitch mike (laughs) did it again can't trash him
0: (laughs) yep hey keep giving him that reason um but, yeah, and then we got one more voicemail, first-time caller, but a friend of the program, uh, Blake Thornton, uh, who I do the basketball show with uh, usually on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, so uh, he had to call in with, uh, with a pick real quick. Money Mike.
2: Hi, man. So I'm going to give you a pick, and I want you to dissect it for me, okay? The Bulldogs versus the Razorbacks at home. Look for the Bulldogs to win. Very big on Saturday, trying to to right the wrong from Tuscaloosa that uh, for last week. It's the first time that the Arkansas Razorbacks have gone on the road in September. Another line right now is uh, is minus 21. Look for that to hit in Clay in Clay Hall's uh, where that's the that's the million dollar lock of the week. I'm locked it in. Let me know what you think.
3: What up, Blake? Uh, no easy buckets member. I'm so glad you can finally grace us with your presence in week 12. Um, either way, Arkansas, Mississippi State, your lock, million dollar lock, as, as Clay always says. I'm going to have to stay away from that. But if I'm betting on it, which I probably will but before kickoff, but either way, I do like Arkansas to catch three touchdowns. Not for the fact of. I think Mississippi State is a bad team. I just think 21 points in a West matchup between two teams that really hadn't figured it out all that much this year. I mean Mississippi State, yes, they have, but to expectations we all had, which were probably way over expectations anyway. Yeah, not so much. And either way, I think you know Arkansas. They had no business covering last week. I don't. I don't know what happened there. They blew a 24 to three lead and can we just talk about for a second how bad that was last week it's like edo had money on the game but then he didn't i i don't i don't know what happened there but either way i think um with the two losses arkansas's had recently i think they'll come in it's going to be a slow drag the total's like 40 46 and a half i'd stay on the under there i think mississippi state just kind of sp- seamlessly gets by this maybe winning by 17 with arkansas doing a, a garbage cover so give me arkansas 21 yeah i could see like the possibility of them covering would be
0: like a 24 to 3 or 27 to 3 game unders the play i think it's more of the line being so high as for states for uh, mississippi state's defense um and how much they predict them giving up but yeah I probably a stay away on the line, but maybe play the under. Are you going to be there for it?
3: No, I'm going to skip out this week. I 11 o'clock is usually not my thing to drive three hours for. Um, sure. But either way, I think, you know, you also got to consider, Blake, that they played Alabama last week. And not a lot of teams come off an Alabama week being very successful. So <laughs> True. Maybe I'll a little take, sloppy. Plus, they got a short week playing Thursday night in Oxford – that's probably Moorhead's prime focus is that he's already lost the fans in some ways, but if he beats Ole Miss, he's back in good graces.
0: Yep. Consider that
3: one Yeah, I'll, sure. uh,
1: I'll, I'll chime in on this one just a hair since Blake threw um, a million-dollar lockout there. Always uh, good to hear from Blake and his unlimited list of excuses. But, Blake, <laughs> you're, you're a week early, week early on the Mississippi State million-dollar lock. We'll talk next week. On the Thursday night game, just a week early, I don't see the dogs covering this week, but what do I know?
0: Hey, see what he can do? See if he keeps the hot streak from the callers coming in but uh i'll be in I'll be there in person uh going down with my dad, so yeah, not the eleven o'clock starts not not um uh, not ideal, but you know gotta do what you gotta do so um but yeah, so we'll moving on from that. appreciate the voicemails uh always uh, the numbers in the bio when we tweeted out and uh, on the iTunes and SoundCloud um, wrapping it up. I mean, uh, anything noteworthy for this week, uh, the, the college football playoff last night stayed the same. The top 10 stayed the same. I mean, the top four Michigan still slide in there at number four, Georgia and Oklahoma look like the only two teams really that have a chance at five and six that have a chance of busting in there. If maybe Notre Dame loses or if uh, Michigan lost to, um, uh, Ohio State to end the season. I don't see Washington. I mean, I'd love for Washington State to slide in there, but it'd probably take a few more uh, losses from other teams to, for that to happen.
3: It'd take a Michigan loss. It'd take an Auburn loss – or Ole Miss, or not Ole Miss, Auburn beating Bama in some way, which, which won't happen. Um, there's got to be a lot of things to fall for Washington State. But overall, I think, um, yeah, it's going to be d- depending on which – Michigan team shows up for a rivalry game, and Jim Harbaugh really hasn't been too well against his rivals, at least yeah. in his tenure in Ann Arbor. But not a lot of cool, good games this week, just because a lot of a lot of games are the tune-up games, getting ready for rivalry week. Um, I guess the only other game out there that's that's worth anything of note would be the. I think Ole Miss Navy is probably the best SEC game uh, for sure. But um, I think, Ole Miss, Navy? I mean, that's
0: look at different. that other
3: one. You're adding,
0: you're, you said Navy.
3: <laughs> oh, Instead of Vandy. Vandy. Excuse me. I just kept yeah. talking, you know. Um, Ole Miss, Vandy, and then you got Tennessee, Tennessee, Missouri, which neither one. Yuck. At any other week, those, those games are just disgusting. But then you look around all the other games, you're like, that's the only thing I have to watch. <laughs> it's a
1: yeah. uh, pretty weak. Later games for the next to last regular season weekend. But with that being said, with the top ten saying the same on last night's polls, weeks late of games, this is probably the weekend where all hell breaks loose. So that's what I'm hoping for. Hoping to see some upset, something crazy, give us some drama. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that's that's this is the week that, that happens. I mean, Georgia, they they're out of conference, so they're probably not. But maybe you get, um, you know. Something in the big 12 or maybe uh, one of those teams falls out, or maybe a, I'd love another Ohio State loss can't get enough of those what um, if,
3: I mean Syracuse could beat Notre Dame. I
0: think that's worth that's true yeah I forgot about that. that's the one I mean and honestly, Syracuse doesn't have a shot at the playoff, but beating Notre Dame and then that, that team being probably pretty safe inside the top ten, mm-hmm. they probably jump in there that'd be that'd be cool for Dino in that program. But uh, That would be awesome for a basketball school. <laughs> yep. Oh, not to mention uh, college basketball starting up. So, um, uh, yeah, anyway, I think that's it for us, guys. Appreciate you jumping on. This will be out Thursday morning as always. Um, but, you know, I, uh, we had a basketball pod that released uh, yesterday. So it would be Tuesday uh, afternoon talking Jimmy Butler trade and KD Draymond. So you can give that a listen if you want. Um, and uh, we'll keep trying to be Tuesdays and Thursdays with this stuff. So. Thanks, guys.
3: Thanks, man. As always. Let's get it. All right. Peace.